Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. It's Sunday evening, and welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Your hosts for tonight's show are Robert Brining and Jeremy Dunn. They'll be taking your calls and speaking on the topic of the week. You're encouraged to call in and share some of your life experiences with us. The number to call is 347-215-9442. That number again, 347-215-9442. Welcome to Pause I Am Radio. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Pause I Am Radio. I am your host, Robert Brining. Today, I am joined by Jeremy Dunn. Jeremy, how are you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's 2011. Right? How was it? What's that? How was it for you? It was okay. We went to the um, first night Charlotte, and um, I'm not paying 10 bucks for a damn wristband ever again. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was a complete ripoff on that respect, but the um, they had a big main stage, so which that was free. Um, <coughs> excuse me, and uh, they of course had this great um, band that sang for a couple of hours, and then and then they raised the um, the the Queen City crown up over the stage and lit off fireworks and all that jazz. So it was kind of cool. Oh. Very exciting. I spent the night at home. <laughs> oh, now that is exciting. Yeah, yeah it is exciting because, you know, I, I'm not I'm not a big drinker anymore, so, you know, to go out and to do that and party all the time is just not my thing anymore, so I've got to yeah. stay at home where I know I'm safe. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know, know they so say, i, I got to tell you, though, um, New Year's Eve is amateur night. It really is. It's amateur night. Mm-hmm. It's when all those yahoos are out there kicking it up and getting drunk and getting stupid. That's right. Oh, finally. I'm in the, there I am. I'm in. Woo! Um, I've been <laughs> trying to get into the chat room now for the last 20 minutes, so I'm there now. No, you're good. You're good. Just real quick, let me just do um, an intro and let people know. Uh, if you're first time listening, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we are here every Sunday night at 9 p.m., and what Pazam Radio does is offer a voice to those living with HIV and AIDS. Um, and we also bring on guests to share personal stories where some have been celebrities or authors, and others have been everyday people, you know, like myself and Jeremy, who just wanted to share their story and get it out there. So uh, that's what we I didn't want to share week, my so story. You forced it out of me. Yes, it definitely did. <laughs> Actually, but, um, you, know, you know, Robert? Um, I've never shared my story on Pause I Am. Yes, you did. No, nope, never have. Yes, you have. No, I haven't. Yes, you have. Anyway. No, I haven't. <laughs> no, we have had you on. I swear we No? Uh-uh. Nope. Okay, well, we'll look into that for 2011. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I want to be, be a guest. Okay. Okay. We'll do that. There. I, I've now put you on. Uh, yes, bitter on party of one. Yes, I am, Danny. Thank you very much. <laughs> No, I swear I thought we had you on one time before when we were talking about co-infection. I thought that you kind of nope. kind of didn't and shared a lot of your story then. But, well, yeah, we could definitely do that. Nope. Yeah. Never That's did. my own fault. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's all your fault. <laughs> but, no, I see a lot of uh, changes coming to the radio show. Um, I have a lot of ideas. So um, going Ooh. forward, uh, hopefully 2011 will be a big, big, big transitional change for the radio show and a lot of uh, the features that we have. So, um we can look forward to that. But I just compiled two blogs that I want to uh, direct people to go check out after the show. Um, uh, I did one about my proposal that I, I had on Christmas, um, and you can go read all the juicy details and all that stuff that uh, I was kind of a little shy to talk about on the radio last week. Um, I went and posted that there. It's called My Christmas Proposal. And then I also just did a um, blog 
highlighting the top 10 downloaded and listened to shows of 2010. So I kind of just wanted to kind of, uh, before we bring Brandy, our guest on tonight, go down the list for people to look and um, and let them know what shows maybe they or they weren't aware of the show before so they can go check it out. Uh, coming in the number 10 spot was Jacob Pring when he came on and talked about his pause event that he holds in, um, in D.C., New York, and in Philadelphia. So um, that was a really cool um, show that he came on. Number nine actually was uh, a recent show that we just did, Jeremy, was Janine Brignola when she came on and shared her story. That was number nine? Um, you know, she got a, yeah, she got a lot of listens. You know, wow. One of the fairly new shows, so I was kudos for her. Number Woo-hoo. eight was um, your Carolina uh, sweetheart, Chelsea Golden. Oh, yay. Yeah, she was a, a, a you know a big powerhouse coming on and sharing, and a lot of women was able to relate to her. So she got a lot of listens too. Number seven was Nicholas Snow when he came on and uh, you know promoted his show, the, uh, his song "The Power to Be Strong" that he wrote. Yay, um, Nick! So, yeah, so good old Nicholas, he's awesome. Uh, number six, Jeremy was an all Jeremy Dunn show. Uh, David Von Storch when he came on, um, I was in Canada and you hosted alone. <laughs> and that that landed in number six when he talked about his uh, reality show that he was pitching called Complicated Order. Yay! Yay! So See, I can awesome. do it. See, Mama, I am a good girl. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, number five was Kimberly Rock when she came on this year and spoke about all her AIDS activism that she does. Um, what's the name of that camp? I can't think out in Wisconsin. Camp Heartland. Uh, she does a lot of, you know, stuff with that. She talks about being on uh, Don't Forget the Lyrics, where she raised a lot of money for, um, you know, kids infected and affected that go to that camp heartland. So that was uh-huh. number five. Good. Number four was uh, Sherry Lewis when she came on and promoted her blog. The second time that she came on, it was fabulous this year. Uh, that was with us. Yes. 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 She's a hoot. Total I love hoot. Sherry. <laughs> number three was um, Mondo Mondo uh, from Project Runway. Um, definitely uh, you know, a highlight of the year, getting him on and having him, you know, come out openly about his status on TV. It really um, touched a lot of people, kind of very similar to the way Angina did uh, the year before. So he was number three. Number two was Christopher Myron, um, one of our bloggers. and now Our he does very the, own. Yes, he does the interviews, uh, the Pause I Am or Unplugged interviews on the site now. And for number one, you got to go to positivepitch.blogspot.com uh, to find out who number one was of the year. I'm not going to uh, tell too many people. I'll let you go check out the blog, and I'll put the link in the chat room for people to see. And I will announce it towards the end of the show, but for other people can check it out. Because I also just compiled a list of the top ten shows of all time that have been listened to and downloaded the most. And, you know, we can touch on that a little bit later, but that's, you know, something that I wanted to kind of bring out and, and – Congratulate the people who really help promote their shows that have been on the show. So I think it's just okay, a good deal. I just peaked. Yeah, you can peak. You're allowed to peak. I have just peaked. <laughs> <laughs> like a little kid peeking at the present. <laughs> I have seen his present, as a matter of fact. Uh huh. Anyway, uh, um, <laughs> who hasn't? <laughs> that's true. That's true. So yeah. Anyway, you can find the number one. Number one so who do we have on tonight? Tonight we have the wonderful um, Brandy, a.k.a. Lady Positive. Lady um, Positive. And she sounds like a, um, I don't know, like a one-woman, like, band. You know, like Madonna. She, she, Lady Positive. She could be. I'm sure she, has, she wears a lot of hats. Uh, Brandy herself contracted HIV in 97 and was diagnosed in 99. She became addicted to meth and locked herself away in the HIV closet for about six years. Waking up one day realizing that HIV wasn't killing her, the drugs were. She then checked herself into recovery and is going back to college to get a psychology degree. Her goal is to be there for others, so no one has to go through this experience alone. She believes that one person can make a difference, but together we can change the world. So please help me welcome Brandy. Oops, wrong button. Brandy to the show. Brandy, welcome. Hi, guys. Hey, Brandy. So nice talk to you finally. I know, huh? It's kind of strange hearing your guys' voices and knowing that I'm actually talking to you. So, Please leave your name at the beep. Beep! beep. <laughs> no doubt, huh? You thought this was going to be like a recording, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be just mean of us oh, to no have done doubt. 
I, that, that, would, that would be horrible. Yeah, it would be. We'd like pre-record all the all the questions, and you're like thinking you're talking to people. Oh no! <laughs> that would oh, be horrible. God, that would be an awesome April Fool's joke. Just throw uh, it out there. Everybody, watch that. Right. Yes. Yes. Sorry, I just took a sip of water. So, so tell us what's going on in your life. Oh, lots of things. Where to start? Um, besides, of course, that I have my my blog on Pause I Am. I uh, run a foundation, and we've been doing a lot of clothes for the winter for the homeless people. And uh, we've been going back and forth to the the not such nice parts of town, and and giving out. We're taking the clothes and the condoms and the food to them instead of you know them having to search us out. And so uh, we've been doing that um, once a month, every month for the the winter months, and we'll figure something to do for the spring and summer months. But right now, that's our our big thing we've been doing lately. So it's it's been pretty good. I've gotten my daughter involved, and and she actually said probably the the best thing that I will ever hear in my life the other night when she told me that she looks up to me for everything I do for other people, and I was just Aww. like. Wow, you know, she's 18. 18-year-olds don't look up to their parents. <laughs> right. No, that's that's a difficult age. That's the age when you kind of always rebel and you want to yeah, be so, so far away from your parents. So for her to say that, that's that's awesome. Yeah, I was just, I was, I was like trying not to cry because we were driving down the road. And <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. It is. Uh, that and just I, makes me clumped. And you know, I um I don't know if you guys you guys have read my blog, so you know that I haven't had contact with my children until recently. So I'm actually mm-hmm. just getting to know her. I've, we've only been back in each other's lives about mm, four years, five years. Wow. Wow. So yeah, she knows all about my drug abuse and and all that other stuff, and she knows that I'm positive, and she goes with me to my doctors and. Actually, she forced me to take her to my doctor because she wanted to ask the doctor if I was going to live, how long I was going to live. And uh, he uh, explained to her, your mom is extremely healthy. She will probably outlive everybody in this room. And (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, okay, I can deal with that. (laughs) All right, we can handle that. Excellent. So, So take us back to the beginning, if you will, Brandy. How far back do you want me to go? (laughs) um, Let's see. Well, let's not go all the way back to in utero. Let's start a little bit after that. Um, Tell us about um, where you, how you got to be where you are today. Um, We know that you're positive, but tell us about some because you talked about your drug abuse. You talked about some of that. So let's let's talk about that. Okay. Well. Basically, what happened in, in '97? I was I was using drugs and I was a bartender, but I wasn't full fledged drug user. I guess would be the word to say. Um, mm-hmm. Got myself in a in a situation where um, where I was where I was raped, and we and I I won't go into to detail about that, but suffice it to say that um, I got myself out of the situation and and got myself pretty clean and was was doing okay and and found out I was pregnant. Of course, we went to the doctor for those early tests for pregnancy, and um, they said uh, they put me in a room and said, "Brandy." And I said, "Yeah." And they said, "Do you know what HIV is?" And, and I was like, "Yeah." And they were like, "Oh, well, you have it. Here, go to this doctor." And I was just, I, I, I didn't know what to think. I just was like, "What?" I mean, that's all you had to say to me? <laughs> <laughs> and I and I I remember I grabbed my stomach and I was like, you know, what about my baby? And she's all, I would not have it if I were you. And she left the room, and she just she just left me there. And I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Like, Go ahead. Your regular doctor's office, or was that just like a clinic that you? That went was to, my or? regular doctor. Oh, oh wow. I would have fired that one. Oh yeah, we didn't. Oh, we didn't stay. <laughs> Good. Good. Um, so, I mean, and then I went to my, of course, I went to my first doctor after I finally got myself out of that room, and, which took forever, you know, and then, of course, you think everybody is looking at you, you know, you're walking out and you're like, those nurses are looking at me funny, and, you know, you just know everybody's looking at you funny, you know, and they probably weren't, but it was, it was really hard to get out of that room for me, um, 
And when I finally got out of there, you know, I went home, told my husband, or my boyfriend at the time, and uh, he explained to me that he thought that might be the case when I left that morning. And I lost it. I I almost killed him. <laughs> <laughs> um, he had heard through the grapevine that the that the uh, the assaulter had died of uh, complications of AIDS in prison. Ah, uh, ah, wow! Just didn't he didn't want to tell me. He said that you know my nightmares had just stopped, and he didn't want to add to it. So right. he didn't tell me. Which I, you know, later I see his point, but still, you know. Um, so things but during just the time, I just wanted to, I just want to kind of clear out the timeline. During the time that you find that you were positive and you were pregnant, was that the time that you were also using, or did you stop at that point? No, to be honest, and 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 this this you know I know this makes me a bad mother and and whatnot. Um, I didn't stop using. I got progressively worse. I well, and I'll tell well. you. There are no judgments in this arena. And if anybody's listening and you care to judge, just keep your comments to yourself. All right, moving on. <laughs> I'll kick your asses, all of y'all. All right, there we go. So my, Except my for Danny, we'll judge him. Okay, anyway. Danny? <laughs> yes. Um, Danny W. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. the drugs are really bad. Judgment. I started uh, using intravenously about a sixteenth a day. Wow! Surprising that my son came out extremely normal and extremely fat for a kid that uh, went through all that. Um, was born negative, well, by good. the way. So that's great. We did take our meds, even though we didn't do anything else good. <laughs> um, so he was born negative. Um, he's a very healthy child now, of course, um, due to the. Due to the drug use, he was adopted out when uh, they came in and inspected my house and took him away. Um, I got clean after that, but it wasn't it wasn't until a year after they had been taken. It took me that much longer to figure out that um, I was losing everything from the drugs. Right. Mhm. So when did you di- when did you how how long after? You know, they came, they come in, they inspect, and they take the kid. How long after that did, did it take you to make the decision to to get clean? Oh, of course, when they first took him, you know, just like you know anybody, I I, try, I said I was going to get in recovery, and even you know called a recovery house, and you know you're supposed to check in once a week, and got accepted into one, but wanted to get that one last high before I actually went. And uh, would always miss the the deadline to get in, and so finally I, I gave up about six months later, and it took me another six months before I woke up and went, "This is just ridiculous. I'm I'm dying here, and I've lost everything." Mhm. And, uh, and what kind of support did you have around you? <laughs> um, I didn't. Um, the boyfriend I was with, which is also the father of the children, um, he was very very strict on we can't tell anybody that you're positive and everybody knew we used drugs but that's okay um but uh he was so he was using too yeah yeah and uh when i actually did finally go into recovery it was it was really hard because he wasn't ready for it yet and so i uh i had to i had to leave him Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i know for from from my experience, Brandy, you know, when we go into recovery, it's people, places, and things. And a lot of times, you know, the, those people are people that we really love, and, and but we use with them, so we have to kind of push them out. Is that how it was for you? Yeah. I mean, um, I had to totally change who my friends were and the, the people that I – I mean, I after I got out of recovery, instead of going back to even the house I used to live in, I left everything I owned, everything and moved into uh, sober living and then stayed with friends that were in the program until, you know, I basically moved out of state just so that I couldn't tempt myself, I guess, would be the word for it. Do you remember that day that um, in your bio you you talk about you woke up one day and you realized that the HIV wasn't killing you, it was the drugs. Do you remember? Can you kind of just explain that moment for you? Because I guess that would be your, like, aha moment. Yeah, um, 
I guess it'd been I'd been on like a about a week run. I'd been up for a really long time and I'd just gone to sleep. And uh you kinda when you're when you're out there using meth there there are moments where you kinda wake up, you stumble around, look for something to eat and you kinda fall back into bed. Well when I woke up I looked around and I was in this trailer that I didn't recognize and um, my boyfriend was, of course, nowhere to be seen. You know, our drug stuff was laying everywhere, and I realized, oh my God, where are the kids? They're going to see this stuff. And I was like, wait, there are no kids right now. And uh, I just looked at my body, and I was like, wow, look how skinny I am. And and it just it just hit me that, you know, I had been positive for you know over a year, you know, a couple of years now, and and it wasn't killing me. The drugs were killing me. I mean, my arms had bruises, you know, summertime, I can't even wear a long, uh, short sleeve shirt, you know, things to that nature. And it was just, it just dawned on me. And I actually picked up the phone and called this recovery house, and uh, they had an opening. And they said, come in Tuesday. Isn't and that great? She was like, she goes, you actually called on the wrong day. You guys are supposed to call on Tuesday. And I said, I guess I have my days mixed up. She goes, no, I guess it's right for you to be here. And, uh, wow. I made sure I was there. <laughs> were you only shooting up or were you doing other things? Because I know the bar scene, when you work in the bars, you know, that stuff is, like, really there all the time. Um, um, you know, like the, the drug exposure. So were you just shooting up or was there, like, for me, I used meth, I used cocaine, I used, you know, basically a lot of the things I said I wouldn't. Yeah, no, I've never been big on on cocaine, and I'm allergic to opiates. Probably, thank goodness. Um, <laughs> I would have been a really bad heroin addict. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but that is funny. <laughs> no, truly, it it really is. It's a really good thing, and I've always thought that I can just picture myself, and it isn't a pretty picture. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, no, uh, meth has been my, my my main thing, and um, I would take it any way you could get it, of course. You know, if somebody showed up and they only did it a certain way and they preferred you to do it that way, well, of course, you're going to do whatever you can get if it's for free. <laughs> you know? Um, yep. If it's uh, free, it's for me. Yeah, pretty much, you know. But, no, I wasn't into the, the wide variety of drugs, and I, I'm not sure why that was. Maybe it's just because I always needed to be up and going, um, especially after the kids. The, the the longer I kept going, the more I kept going, the less I thought about that they weren't there. Mm-hmm. You know, I uh, even spent Christmas high in the casino the first Christmas they were gone. Wow. No kids. No kids in yep. the casino to remind you. Yeah. So what did you do when – so you go into rehab. So let's let's start talking about your rehab days. Rehab was, was a totally new experience for me because, you know, everybody was all about your feelings, and I've never been a touchy-feely kind of girl as it is, you know. Um, my feelings stay bottled up until I'm ready to explode, and then I throw you out the house and throw your stereo out. You know, that's the kind of person I am. Um, so here they're like, let's talk about our feelings. I'm like, I don't want to talk about my feelings. You know, and they're like, you're not going to have a breakthrough till you talk about your feelings. You know, and everybody wanted to talk about my feelings, and everybody wanted to help me do this. And um, I didn't want anybody's help. I wanted to do it on my own. So my first couple of weeks there was kind of hard because I wanted to do it all by myself. Um and uh one day it was pretty much <laughs> one day it was pretty much the same uh thing. I was having a hard time doing something and instead of asking for help, they put a sign around my neck that said, I must ask for help at least three times a day. Because I refused <laughs> to ask for help. They so did I not put around. a sign around your neck. <laughs> so I walked around the center with a sign around my neck that said, I will ask for help three times a day. Ask me if I have asked for help. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it was it was rough because I was stubborn, and, you know, and I think that because I'm stubborn is one of the, the things that keeps me going, you know, on some days. But I, I did have a breakthrough, and one of the breakthroughs was when they asked us to look to either side of us and know that, they probably won't be there in nine months. 
And uh, to this day, I know that there were nine of us through there, and two of us are still clean. Everybody else is back on the street. Wow. Is, is that normal? Yeah, actually, that is normal. Um, usually, actually, usually only one of the nine will make it to stay clean. And most wow. people that were in there, it had been their fourth or fifth time in recovery. Um, once I finally got into recovery, it only took the once. Mm-hmm. Now, when, it was when you got out, uh, one thing I wanted to say is when you get out, did you then, like, attend NA or go to meetings? Oh, yeah. You know, you do the, the 90 meetings in 90 days when you get uh-huh. out type of deal. And I I went into, um, I went into like, a halfway house, basically, which it wasn't something that was part of the program. This was something I chose on my own because I, I know me. And I know if I had gone around those friends and stuff, yeah, I would have stayed strong for as long as I possibly could. But then when I'd had that one little moment of weakness, that's all it would have taken. You know, I don't feel that way now, but at that time, at that time, in that time of my life, that's all it would have taken. You know, uh, you, hearing you say that about the 90 meetings, like right hand to God, it, 90 meetings in 90 days saved my life. It um, did. If I didn't go to those 90 meetings back to back, back to back, and have this sponsor drag me to these meetings all over because he went to all of them, I seriously don't think I would be here because it, it kept me focused. And it was like, a, it, as people know who have heard my story before, you know, I got clean 30 days before my dad passed. So having to deal with that traumatic loss was kind of really, you know, something I had to deal with, and I didn't want to run and get high. So those meetings really saved your life. And there's a reason they tell you to go to 90 meetings in 90 days because it, it puts you in that kind of routine of constantly going and talking about your recovery, and that's something that keeps you clean. Yeah, and it truly is. And I had a great sponsor. She was she was awesome and she was one of those ladies who had been down and done that, been there. Um, just like me, she she lived next to the McDonald's trash can at some point in time of her life, you know, and, and uh, so she was she was perfect for me. So yeah, it was she was pretty awesome and I'm I'm grateful to her. I don't do the meetings these days. I haven't done meetings in quite a few years. But those those things, those steps that I learned still go with me through just about everything in my life. So, Yes, as I'm, I'm reading here on, in the chat room, you're nine years clean of drugs. And yes. I know just recently, so congratulations on that. If I had an applause, you know, Bob might hit it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, you also just recently quit smoking. And for me, that's like one of those things that I'm, I'm holding on to. I need to quit. I need to quit. And just seeing you post every day on Paz I Am Day, 50-whatever, you know, today's a struggle, but I'm going to make it through. How was the new year for you? Because it was the first time you were around smokers since you quit. Yeah, New Year's was New Year's was interesting. Now, my, my 18-year-old that lives with me, she does smoke, but she smokes outside. So um, I don't have to deal with the smoke there. But, yeah, we were walking through crowds and people were smoking and stuff. And, you know, it didn't bother me half as much as I was concerned that it was. Um, and I don't know if it's, to be honest, I don't know if it's the Shantex or the Get Quit program they have online, which was really awesome. Just like with the drugs, I had to write a goodbye letter when I was in recovery to drugs. Mm-hmm. I had to write a goodbye letter to my cigarettes through this Get Quit program. <clears throat> and it, it was almost like flashbacks. It was like when I was writing the letter, I was like, this is going to work. This is almost exactly what I went through to get off drugs. This is going to work. You know, and so I don't know if it's the Shantex or the program or a combination of the the the, the whole three, but it's working for me. And and I've tried to quit I don't know how many times. <laughs> Smoking has been a real trial and error for me. But it's inspiring that you share about it and and you talk about it because for me, like I said, I always want to quit. And that seeing your post every day just reminds me, yeah, I really need to quit. You know, and I tried Chantex, and for me, it brought nothing but the same thing. For me, it was like an antidepressant. It made me very depressed, but it made me, you know, very, very depressed, and it made me have very bad thoughts, like suicidal thoughts. It made me very edgy, so I couldn't take it. Well, they say that one of the the, uh, uh, side effects, and that if you are pre, especially with people with predisposed with any kind of um, mental illness or um or uh it, where am i going with this it's um people
people who are predisposed to like depression, anxiety, things like that, it can amplify and and can do those types of things. So you are coming in to um, nine years of of sobriety. Have you had any relapses or anything like that? No, no. And, you know, I was concerned when we started this this Close for the Homeless because we're going into areas. Yeah. And, I mean, I can spot the person that's tweaking before they even make it to the truck. And I thought it was really going to really affect me. And the only thing that it's done was, did I look like that? Did my jaw move like that? Did, you know, I yeah. start thinking, you know, oh, wow. And I start did thinking I back. Did I look that bad? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I start thinking back to all the times that I was trying to hide that I'd been up for two weeks thinking people had to have known. <laughs> People had to have yeah. known, you know, <laughs> you know, and and just the thought of of having to go through any of that again, no way. Uh, uh-uh, uh, I'm yeah, when, so past that. <laughs> when you use, you totally lose all perception of reality and and how you look. I mean, I look back at photos of when I was using about ten years ago, and I look so thin, so horrible. Like I can't believe. I, I thought I looked good. You know, like that's the mindset I had when I was using. That's exactly good. You think you're like, I'm skinny, I'm looking good. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So not I'm it. And that's well, the only time I ever think about it. I think every once in a while is I'll look and say, Gosh, I've gained so much weight. I didn't. Why well, wasn't this fat when I was using? And then I'll think, Oh no, we don't want to go there. Yeah. And by the way, I did post it in in the um in the chat room. And I will quote, what did I say here? I said, meth is not the diet plan you want to choose. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, that's exactly okay, it. it. It just isn't. It, it, um, it's not, it's not, it's not. <clears throat> so I agree. I have a question here coming from uh, Brock, who is on the POSIM uh, network now um, in the chat room. And he said, he asked if you relapsed, and I know we kind of covered that, but he said, have you had any battles with it? Any battles with? Well, I've had some. Some. Um, I took my ex back there for a short time. About I was eleven months clean, and that the ex that we had the kids with, and I think I took him back because it was a connection to my children. And uh, you know, he was supposedly clean. He had spent you know nine nine months in, in jail, and he was clean. And and I started noticing that he wasn't. And uh, I could have so easily just gone the way, you know, gone out and started using with him. And um, it, it was really hard and a, and a real struggle because I wanted to hold on to him, but I didn't want to be near him when he was using. And it was it was real difficult. It was, you know, besides that, you get this little part in your body where you're, okay, I'm, I'm HIV positive. Who the hell is going to want me? Um, you know, you get this mindset that you're defective goods. And, you know, who's going to want somebody who's defective? You know, I mean, I'm already mentally defective occasionally. I have all these emotional issues. Now I've got this on top of it, you know, so might as well keep the one who wants me, you know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Well, you got me. <laughs> There's no returns on this one. Um, so, so you're nine years. You are you, – you, you've – how long have you known about your HIV status? I've known for uh, 13 years, going on 15 of uh, being positive, but 13 of, of knowing. Okay. And that is amazing. 13 years. So, so listeners, I hope you're listening to this. 13 years. Now, now granted, Brandy isn't... Um, the the longest person or the is, is hasn't had it the longest obviously, but for all of you newly diagnosed folks out there, um, you know third you know I'm coming up on my six year diagnosis anniversary. Matter of fact, not next week, not this week, but the week after I think, January seventeenth, and um, Brandy's got thirteen years. We've got some folks that have been twenty seven years. Uh, and little do we know, or, you know, funny that we we sh- are talking about all of this because 2011 
this year is 30 years since HIV was found, discovered. So put that into our into our into perspective there. So anyway, I go on and on and on. This wasn't about me, although we should do a show all about me. But I'm not there. I'm not bitter. We'll move on. Um, <laughs> but so so Brandy, nine years. You are out doing incredible things with with the homeless. You're, you're getting out there and uh, pushing out. Um, not pushing. Pushing was the wrong word, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Brandy's a pusher. Um, Brandy, you're you're out there giving clothes and coats and and things like that out out to um, out to the homeless. Where do you see? What do you see yourself? in the next five years? You know, I started this foundation um, with my, my uh, boyfriend, Michael, which we've only been together four years, so he knows I'm defective and damaged goods, and he still loves me. <laughs> um, we started this foundation together originally so that I could go out and teach people about HIV and to teach them how to live positive lives. And I do do workshops, so the homeless thing is just one of the side things that, that we do. Um, I'm president on the cat on our local cab, um, and uh, so I mean, I, there's lots of things I, I do now that I would just like to make a little bit bigger, do a little more. Um, sometimes I try to do too much, unfortunately. You know, I've got the the workshops, the cab, the homeless, and I end up doing too much. But I will have my psychology degree this spring too. Wow. Um, so wow. I would just like my foundation to reach the people that it that it needs to reach to help the people that it needs to help um, and the name of your foundation is is that the positive awareness for positive change yes that's it okay now um is there a website for that there is but it's just got the logo on right now it's pa4pc.com and of okay. course the, a lot of you know that uh, yeah, we're we're still working on it. My my technical support uh, engineer person, that would be Michael, is uh, <laughs> having technical difficulties with it. So we'll we'll see how that goes. Um, he's actually a very PA smart man. PA for PC dot com or org. Dot com. It's dot com. Yeah. And of course, you can find us on Facebook. Um, and that's where the Brandy and Michael is. It's it's mine and his page for the foundation. I think it's great. Um, you know, because it takes it really takes a certain individual to go out on the streets and hand out condoms and talk to people who you know are using drugs or maybe prostituting or things like that. So for me, I applaud the efforts that you guys do, and I think it's great. I think it really is. Yeah, um we've uh, we've done some really good things and we've reached some people um and we just we hope to do more, you know, and sometimes sharing my story is the way to do it. Sometimes just presenting a workshop to help them is a way, is is another way that I reach them. Sometimes I don't even have to mention my story and I can see that I've reached people. So, um it it works out really good. Go ahead. Now, I was going to say where are you located at cuz I know you were talking about a support group in your blog that you didn't have much success with, so I kind of wanted to get the word out about that. Are you still doing that workshop? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm always doing that workshop, and I'm always um, I'm always out there, and, and sometimes we don't get anybody, and sometimes I end up with a whole group of people. So, um, And I'm in Oklahoma City. Okay. Now, where is Oklahoma City? In Oklahoma. <laughs> where is that? <laughs> it's the Midwest. We are smack dab in the middle of the United States. Oh, it's one of those flyover states. Okay. It is. It is. Yeah. We are one of those flyover states. We are the belt yeah. buckle of the Bible belt. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, and you know what's underneath the belt buckle, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, Jim, mm-hmm. what am I going to do with you? So how, oh, I don't been? know. I don't know. Maybe a TV show one of these days. There you can you be Starsky and I can be Hutch. Right? <laughs> oh, wait, no. It'd be more like, I don't know, what what was that show with Tyne Daly? Um, oh, we'll come Cagney to Cagney and Lacey. That's it, yes! <laughs> yes! 
<laughs> yes, we could be Cagney and Lacey. I love it. <laughs> oh, so, wait till you see my pea shooter. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, you guys crack me up. Anyway, funny, anyway, I I, I, I digress. I, I've taken up, taken us off on yet another tangent. Um, so so tell us. So you, you, you've got this. This you, we're talking about the foundation. We're talking about where you're at. So sorry to to um, have gotten us on that rocky road of laughter there. But um, what else? What else are you thinking of doing? Well, you know, I'd like, um, I'm working, presently I'm working on a, um, basically an HIV 101 class. Um, mm-hmm. One of the important things that I think is something that was, you know, missed when I was diagnosed was nobody said, you know, here, learn about this, learn what your CD4s are, learn what a viral load is, learn what, learn how to check medication uh, interactions, you know, um, the left, my left side is, is, partially disabled due to a medication error that's so common, you know, that they should have never missed, but they did. And so I'm real big on you need to be your own advocate. You need to check your medications because doctors and pharmacists and all that all make mistakes, and you just don't want to be one of the ones that falls through the cracks. So I'm, I've been working on it, and it's a slow process because it's going to be like, you know, a three-hour to four-hour workshop where it's going to take the new newly diagnosed, and it's going to let them know everything there is to know, and it's going to, you know, be a little folder they can take home however they want to do it, Um, but the information is going to be there, and somebody will have told them, and that is so important, and I checked, and nobody has that here, and that's just, to me, that seems ridiculous. As you said earlier, we're 30 years into this, and clinics still don't have something where they teach their newly, you know, diagnose people what's going on in their body and, what, and what's happening. A, a, new, a new diabetic has to go to a diabetic class. You know, why doesn't a newly positive person have to go to an HIV education class? I mean, it doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. And so that's my, my big work on thing. And I've already talked to my clinic that I go to, and I can have the classroom once a month to, to present the class. I can't make it mandatory or anything but I can present it and offer it, and the Red Cross is, has graciously given me permission to also put it there, um, you know, for those that aren't just because there's more than just my clinic, of course. Well, good for you, Brandy. You know, a lot of people would, would not be able to handle, you know, the situations that maybe you've went through, and I think for you to come out on top and be such a well-rounded person with a good head on their shoulders and somebody who obviously is putting, you know, the education of trying to educate people you know, in the forefront, it's very important that you know that what you're doing is exactly what needs to be done. How are the services over in Oklahoma? We we actually, um, our services are, are pretty um, okay. Of course, you get the case manager and the doctor and all that, but sometimes the things aren't quite networked as well as they should be, and sometimes things get very messed up between case manager and doctor and stuff, so... You know, um, not everybody's lucky enough to be in a clinic where they have their case manager and their doctor and their pharmacy all lined into one, which I actually am at the OU um, Science Center, so all my stuff is together. But we have lots of clients that are scattered all over the place. So uh, I'm trying to hopefully, you know, get something more networked for even our organizations, our AIDS organizations, to be more networked and and we've been trying to do that as part of CAB. We've been talking about a way to get our AIDS organizations more together and more up on things. Right. Well, that's, that's, no, that's, that's great to hear. Um, I do want to real quick open up the phone lines and let people know if you'd like to call in and speak to Brandy, a.k.a. Lady Positive. Uh, you can reach us at 347-215-9442. I know we do have somebody who's been on hold for a little while, so let me go ahead and bring Danny on. Danny, welcome to the show. Hello, Robert. Hello, Jeremy. Hello, hey, Danny. Hello, ladies. hello, love. Hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> hello. Brandy, you are awesome. I'm not going to – you should never think that anybody would give you a hard time because, man, you're you, – you had another inspiration from Pause I Am. You know, it's just 
I don't know. I think having HIV, you know, I, I'm a tuna little flower, and the, these guys are going to laugh, but I, I really, you know, one-on-one I am. But um, being HIV positive has made me so much stronger, you know, spiritually, physically, not physically, but, you know, emotionally. You know, you have to fight. You have to you have to know how your doctor's office works. You have to know your case manager's cell phone number. You have to, you know, you have to follow up. You have to ride their ass for everything. And um, I speak here locally, and um, and I speak at a rehabilitation center. And in fact, that's where it all started. The HIV lady said, you know, do you want to say a few words about, you know, what it's like about, with having HIV? It explains CD4 and viral load and what medications you have to take. And I have wasting syndrome, so I had to try to explain all this to a bunch of rednecks. Well, it went very well, and now it's a steady gig. I do it, like, usually once or twice a month, and she can't always pay me, but usually what I do is um, I have lunch with the therapist, and, you know, that's good enough for me. I just want to get the word out there. You know, I can't save all the kittens, but I think if I reach one person, it's going to be like the telephone game, and they're going to tell a person, and they're going to tell a person, and so on and so on and so on. You know, I don't want to go global. I don't want to be, you know, I'm not an activist, but I do have a voice, and you guys have all heard that before, but, and I'm just, I'm just Danny. I'm just me. So, I applaud you. Keep up the great work, and congratulations. God, that's wonderful. If I had the energy, I would be, I'd be, I don't think I could be a therapist, but, or uh, whatever it was. What are you going to be? What are you going for? Psychologist. Whatever the hell that is. Yeah. Pretty much the same well, thing. <laughs> Thank you, Jeremy. You, you, get out of my head. Get out. Get out. Get out. Get out. I didn't have my, I took, I held off taking my nighttime pill because, you know, once you take that, you get about five minutes to get where you're going and you're done. Because I'm on yeah. the call. And, and just a Mine are sitting you know. right here next to me, next to my bed, ba- um, oh, my, my glass of water. So is mine. Get out of my head. Just get out right? of there. Get out. Anyway, um, keep up the great work. Jeremy, Robert, it's always a pleasure. I'm going to have a show. I think that's very exciting. I'll be able to just say whatever the hell I want. No one can censor me. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> anyway, hey. Congratulations. That's awesome. I said congratulations on your engagement. That's awesome. Oh, thank you so much. I want to be the bridesmaid. Jeremy and I want to be the flower. Jeremy and I want to be the flower girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see if we I probably will be, too. Pebble pink, capita. Uh, um, <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I'm funny. I'm, I'm tired. I'm overtired. But anyway, thank you all. Um, I started to blog a little more. I'm getting more comfortable in my own skin, and it's just so easy just to type. You know, and nobody ever judges, ever, 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 on pause I am. And that's another thing. And I tell any time I speak to anybody publicly, I say, you know, and I'm uh, working with Christopher Myron, and I'm going to have a chapter in a book, and I've got a radio show coming up, and they're like, wow, that's awesome. And I said, I'm just me, you know. I am not college educated. I'm just country boy from northern New York. And, uh, you know, I just do what I do, and I try to impact as many people as I can on a daily basis without running myself into the grave, you know, because you do get run down. You know, it just, I don't know how many of you speak, but every time you tell your story, you feel like, I feel like I've been run over by a truck because it's just so emotional, you know, and there's parts in it where you start to cry and everybody starts to cry. I don't do that for theatrics. That's my life. And, um, yeah, well, I won't, I won't ruin the surprise. You'll hear about it in a couple of weeks. <laughs> so anyway, that's right. Thanks, Danny. When are you on again? What date? You're the fucking moderator. Oh, sorry. You're the 20, 23rd, sorry. right? Yes, sir. You posted it. It's on pause. I am. Yeah, I'm not looking at it right now. I just wanted to make sure. Yo, so people can it. definitely make sure they um, uh, mark their calendars. Danny will be on the 23rd of January. All right, Danny, well, you have a great night, and thanks for calling in, buddy. All right. Okay, talk to you later. Thank Bye-bye. you, sweetie. You're yeah, welcome, Danny. The reason I asked is because we have two Dannys coming on, and I wasn't sure what exactly one that was. We have Danny, who just called in Danny Weaver. He's coming on the 23rd, and then Danny Miller will be on next Sunday. Uh, Jeremy, you'll be with me next Sunday when we speak to him, and he does a fabulous blog called The Chatterbox over at Positive Light, so he's going to be on. But we do have another caller, so let me bring them on real quick. Hello, wow. caller. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hello? 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 Yeah. You're on Hi, the Psychic Boyfriends Network. This is... 
Hello, who's this? Hi, I was calling for Brandy. Hey, Brandy, it's Diane. Hi, hon. Thanks How for calling you? in. I'm good. I told you I'd call in. <laughs> I'm just That's glad the lines awesome. weren't all packed up. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. I was, I was chatting with her earlier on Facebook, and I said, you're going to do great. I'll keep my fingers crossed for you, and she is just awesome. I love Brandy. She's doing great. Thanks. Uh, she runs a group. Diana runs a group that's called uh, Positive Women in. Oh, action. now my mind went. Thank you. Positive <laughs> Women in Action. <laughs> I was going to say in travel, but you know we're all in motion, so. Right. <laughs> so she runs a great group on there, which she just, um, which I am a part of now, and so uh, she's she's awesome too. So you guys should have her on here. Yeah, yeah I just put in a request. I guess I'm on the waiting list. <laughs> Do you have any juicy stories to tell us about Brandy? Um, not about Brandy because we just kind of got in touch today. But from what I've heard, I mean, I just want to say that I really, really give her a lot of support um, for all the things that she's been through. And I'm so glad that's great she's helping homeless people because my ex-boyfriend is actually home. Not my ex-boyfriend, it's just my ex-husband <laughs> is homeless. And it's like if I can just reach out to him and, you know, he was the one that gave me HIV, and it's like if I could just reach out to him and talk to him in some way, shape, or form and, you know, try to reach out to homeless people out here in Denver, I mean, that would be so awesome to go and talk to people um, that are in that situation. And so what we're trying to do is we're trying to get the um, the Women's uh, Summit out here in the city and county of Denver, uh, which usually is around October or so, so I'm really, you know, pushing for that to be out here. Um, and the next, next summit we're going to have is Kansas City, which will be in April. So I'm just doing a lot of fundraising and doing a million things getting ready for that. So lots of work to do. So today's my last day to relax. <laughs> oh, well, thanks for tuning in with us. Yeah, not a problem. I just wanted to say hi to both of you guys. You're doing a great show. And um, keep me in mind, if you need someone, just Give me a holler. I already am on your list, so. You're on my Facebook page? I am. I am. All right. Hook us up. We'll figure it out. I'll get Brandy to connect us together. Okay. That sounds like a plan. All right. Awesome. You have a great night. You too now. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. You are Yay. Awesome. We're starting Brandy. to pimp people out. I love it. <laughs> yes, yes. If anyone else would like to call in and speak with us, we have about nine minutes left. You can reach us at 347 215 Nine four four two. Call in and have a question for Brandy. That was this hour flew by, Brandy. It did, didn't it? <laughs> and you were all worried. <laughs> I, you know, I'm just so used to being able to see the people I speak with, so not to see them was really kind of making me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be nervous. Yeah, we're just a bunch of girls talking on the phone. Speak for yourself. I'm a woman, <laughs> full fledged. <laughs> I haven't been a girl in many, many years. Many, oh, many man. years. Oh, well, man. I have an, I have another caller here, so let me bring oh, wow. on the Oh, wow. Okay. Here. Look at this. Area code 434. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hey, it's Travis T. How's it hey, going, Travis guys? Hey, Travis T. Oh. How you doing, Hi, Travis? Travis? Yeah, I just wanted to say I am absolutely enamored by your story, Brandy, and you're such an inspiration, and I just wanted to let you know that I thank the world of you. Oh, thank you, sweetie. That's very sweet. Yeah, I'm going to make you cry. (laughs) (laughs) You you have been an inspiration to me on, on Pause I Am, and you have, you know, given me a voice that uh, I I didn't know I had, so I just wanted to let you know. Aww, you are an awesome writer. Keep up that writing. You just do such a wonderful job. You just have a way with words, and you know how to say what everybody else is thinking already. So. Well, thank you, and I just want you to know how much I care about you, and and how much you your story means to me it um i i've been there in the whole drug thing and i i know what it what it all is so um i just wanted to say hello and let you hear my voice on the phone so you would hear me awesome thank you so much thanks for calling in Travis thank you good night good night
Oh, that's sweet. Travis is a great guy. Um, he is. You know, he's always in there chatting with us on Paz I Am, which has become sort of, uh, uh, I don't know, like a lot of people have been online lately, and I've seen the, the, the numbers go up with uh, the hits on the site. And every time I'm on there, there's five, six, ten people chatting in the chat room, and I think it's great. You know, Brandy, yeah, you're a big part of that, but you're always in there. <laughs> well, when I'm at work, it's really easy to be on there and just kind of see, you know, what everybody's doing while I'm at work. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally, totally agree. It's uh, it's it's really turned out to be something good having that chat room there for people to connect in. You know, having people like Travis and and David and people in there who are on there all the time. Uh, I can mention everybody, but you know, just having them there and welcoming people, I think it's great. And, and you know, you just recently became a part of the Amid team um, on Pazayan, which I'm so excited to have you on. Um, and I think that you are exactly what women want to see when they come to the site. Because a lot of times the women who are newly diagnosed will come to a site like Pause I Am and see, you know, a lot of gay men and feel overwhelmed that they're not able to relate to us because they want to talk to a woman. A woman. So, you know, that's why I, I wanted to get some women to join the team to, to help support the women that are out there that are getting lost along the way because there isn't an avenue for them. So I wanted to kind of create that avenue and, I want to thank you for kind of helping put that together. Not a problem. It's my pleasure. Any, anywhere I can help, I'm there. <laughs> so how are, um, let me see, we got about five minutes. How are your New Year's, how was your New Year's and how is um, your resolutions? Because I just know you just put a blog up. How is that working for you? Um, well, as as you know, I'm, I started the first time ever, started my New Year at Smoke Free, which was awesome, you know. Um, started to breathe better, which is really cool. Um and I'm starting this this lovely uh, weight loss program, which actually isn't so much as like a diet pill as, I mean, you've probably all heard about it. It's the Ally program. Um, and what it is is it makes sure that you only do 19 grams of fat per meal. Oh, yes, so, yes, and they're done that. Yeah. So we start that, uh, we start that tomorrow. Okay, yeah. so word of the, I'm going to give you a word of warning. Are you ready for this? <laughs> yes, I'm ready. Okay. It's an aversion therapy pill. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. And we all know what aversion therapy is, right? Yes, but if you stay on track, you don't have those little problems. Yes, well, and don't freak out when you look in the toilet and it looks like olive oil in there. <laughs> I am okay. not kidding you. <laughs> not kidding you. It is that, that ally thing, it, it blocks the fat. And there's only one place for the fat to go that it blocks. Right. Yeah. Out. Oh, yeah. I did yeah. my research for a year and a half before I decided to go on it. So mm-hmm. um, So if I know that something's going to make me do something I really don't want to do, I'm more likely to follow the line. Because <laughs> 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 uh, it isn't working with me going, that's too many calories. Oh, well, I'll just won't eat next meal. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't work. <laughs> Yeah, no, because what happens then is then your body goes into starvation mode, and they don't lose anything. Yeah, and then you're hungry, and so you eat anyway. Exactly, so you eat even more. Yeah, so yeah, it's it's been a struggle with the weight gain because my uh, my hand to mouth thing has gotten a little out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm taking all the Christmas chocolate that I got, and I'm taking that to work with me tomorrow, and I'm giving it away. I gave it all to my boyfriend and my daughter, and and I started sneaking into his the other day, and he opened it up, and he was like, who's been in my chocolate? Well, the only person who didn't have chocolate, of course. (laughs) So giving it away didn't help me either because it stayed in the house. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, we are about to – Are we there? Are we at the end? Yes. Yeah, so Brandy, I want to thank you so much for coming on and talking with us and sharing your story. Well, thank you guys for having me. It was a great pleasure. Oh, Brandy, it was our pleasure entirely, and and it was Rob's job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, Brandy, you have a great night, and we will speak to you soon. All right, you guys have a good one. Thanks, Brandy. Thank you. There we go. And again, folks, you can find more information um, on Brandy's organization when she gets that website up and going. But right now, you can go and favorite it. And it was www.pa4pa or is it PC? PC. PA4PC. 
PC.org, that's right. Yeah. And um, you can find more information about that. Yeah, you can find more information on the show and our archives all at POSIM.com. You can find more information on Jeremy and all his wonderful work at PositivelySpeaking.com. I just real quick also want to go down the list. Uh, next week we are going to be speaking with, I said, Danny Miller from Positive Light. He does a blog there, and he is a member of POSIM. Uh, after that we'll be speaking with a gentleman by the name of Kevin who will be talking about being co-infected with HIV and hepatitis C. And then on the 23rd, we'll be speaking with Danny Weaver, who called into the show this evening. I'm excited. We have a great lineup. Um, in, June, in February, we're going to have Nate come back on and talk about the cruise. So get ready for that. That's going to be up in, in the fall. So things are looking really good. And I'm going to put together a list of, like I said, the top ten songs of all time, so you can look for that in the next couple of days on my blog. Jeremy, you have a great night. Happy you too, and have a great first week of your new year. Yes, and um, we will schedule to get you on soon. Yes, please do, because <laughs> I'm feeling left out. Yes, we will definitely work on that ASAP. And anyone else <laughs> who would like to be a guest on the radio show, you can contact us uh, at our website or email us at robert at pauseim.com. Everyone, thank you all for tuning in. Again, we'll be here next Sunday at 9. Um, Jeremy, have a great night. Right, you too. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next week. Sunday. Bye. Bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here to. Today to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.